Welcome everyone, welcome to Ad Nonsense, Ad Nonsense 2020. I know you guys have been waiting for this for quite some time, and for a few of you, this is a family tradition. So I'm glad <laughs> that we've come now to present the um, Christmas ads of this year to you. As you know, we are uh, consumers, and we just like to review the Christmas ads just to ensure that uh, we're keeping these organizations honest. So as every as we do every year, I will introduce the family to you. Let's start with you, Deji. Hello. Hello, who are you? I'm Deji, as you just <laughs> called me. <laughs> okay. Well, that's his introduction. Some people may have something spicy to add. So next we go to Wendy. Yeah. Who are you? Why do you always give my government name? What is with you and my government name? Eh? I thought you started going by your government name. It is African Kish. African okay, we're going to African case. Thank you. Blasting my government. A quick background into yourself. I am a cultural theorist. I look at the way in, a cultural impact, you know, the consumer world. I believe and deep, you know, deep dive into okay, so you know, case dramas yeah, thank with you very African much. Nunas, you know, so I'm, I'm just a multi-layered being, really. Uh, okay, lovely. So, uh, Mo, who are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm Mo. I'm the sucker who has to who has to produce and edit all the shit. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's two days time. Agreed. That's who I am. Agreed. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so really, what we are is just um, a family and friends who just like to you know chat some stuff. And um, ad nonsense is going to be one of the things to do. So, um, yeah. Mo, sorry. Think of this as the Avengers Endgame, where everyone from different podcasts are coming together. That's exactly together. right. Yeah, <laughs> the, the greatest cross section, you know, what's cross section of podcast collaboration as you've ever seen. I, I actually like that. Yeah, this is Endgame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is Endgame. Yeah, synergy, people, synergy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, back to if you. That's okay. MC. Thank you. Um, so really, the purpose of this ad, as I've stated, is we watch Christmas. <laughs> ads in the uk and then we give our view on it now i have decided that there's going to be a criteria this year everywhere yeah i have a criteria but these um well not avengers decide that they're just going to cover just through sand you know <laughs> on my christmas pudding so to me the definition of a very good effective ad for christmas is number one it has to get you in the fields it has to make you feel christmasy secondly you have to show your products. You have to show your products. Number three, I must want your products. I must want to go buy your products. And then number four, it has to have that je ne sais quoi. Where you're going, actually, this is something, this is an ad I can share with other people to just create a community around this feeling of Christmas. So that's the four criteria, people. So when, as you will find out, listeners, they're written their... Um, favorite or top three ads um at the end of this podcast you should just bear that in mind because they do try shenanigans so the way this is going to work is i give a quick summary of the ad and then we go around to our not avengers to uh, <laughs> give their feedback so the first ad is the oldie ad it's a story in three parts and it always features my nemesis, <laughs> Kevin the fucking carrots. Um, so the first one is the fact that um, Kevin seems to be, as we all know, one who needs some speed and decided he was going to join maybe the U.S. Navy or whatever. Oh, well, the U.S. Top Air gun. Force 
or what it was mm. and then do a top gun thing in his excitement something happens Ooh, what happened to kevin the fucking carrot and then <laughs> he needs to get home and then we find out a bit more about kevin so with that let me hand over first to mo because she really loves kevin what were your thoughts about this um ad of three parts first of all i just want to say it was also, it was good to see kevin back I'm glad he wasn't displaced or furloughed during this year. <laughs> and he had a job to come back to. So it was always good to see Kev. I, as I see Kevin the Carrot, I do have to say, I do feel like, oh, it's Christmas now. So already, I think Aldi has done a good thing by having him as a mascot for this time of year. Um, I didn't particularly like this ad. It wasn't as funny uh, or weird as the ad of last year. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the one of last year, basically, he was feeding a carrot to the reindeer. Yes. And we thought it was weird that, okay, hold on, are you, <laughs> you know, killing yourself for the run for the reindeer or killing your family mm. for the reindeer? It was weird, but that complexity I liked because it made me think. Um, this one just had, well, at first we had the Top Gun vibes because he was in a, um, a plane with a, with a, with a turkey. I think they tried to mimic the goose mm. and Kevin thing. And then we had Journey from the West vibes because he was trying to get home. Um, we even had some E.T. thrown in there. It was a weird mishmash. I'm not sure it really worked. But yeah, I, it wasn't my favorite Aldi Kevin ad. So I was a bit disappointed. Okay. So Deji, your thoughts? Um, my thoughts down were um, basically three ads. Somebody had budget to blow. Um, Kevin needs to find his way back home after stupidly having a midlife crisis by flying a flight to jet with an equally dumb turkey. I was thinking to myself, why didn't Kevin think of his children? Because, I yeah. Know. And, oh, the third one revealed that Kevin is Irish. Wow, that's... Irish. Uh, Irish. Irish. Um, yeah, he's Irish. Um, yeah, yeah I, it, it's the worst one so far. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. African Kitch, your thoughts? So I think that from my end, um, based on everything that's gone on this year, the feeling for a lot of ads, and this included, is it's all about getting home. It's all about getting home to family. And I think this is very, that's very poignant for this time of the year. Truthfully, regarding Kevin the Carrot, I don't really have any strong feelings one way or another. I know, you know, all the e selling Kevin the Carrot stuffed toys that are actually going for £50 now on the, open ma- on the illegal market. On the black market, in case we're wondering. £50? Yes. Wow. People are buying... It's a giant Kevin the Carrot, but I do have to wonder what they're doing with the giant Kevin the Carrot. But <laughs> yes. That's, that's a different thing altogether. But yeah, so, I mean... Interesting. It, it, it didn't move me. All the ads very rarely move me, by and large. I mean, they were, you know, the kids' baby carrots were there, you know, looking for their daddy and stuff like that. But, okay, mine is just... Bleh, yeah. It doesn't make me want to go to Aldi anymore. I mean... I do go to Aldi, but it doesn't make me think, oh, because of Kevin the Carrot, I need to go to Aldi to go buy Christmas stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's quite interesting, actually, because in just summary of the whole Aldi ad, I don't think you should get three shots at an ad. I really don't. I think you need to basically put it all on red. So, you take your time, you pick maybe a minute, a minute and a half, and then go hard or go home. So, I'm going to... I didn't... I feel the same as you guys. I wasn't really excited about about it. And I didn't really see that much of their products. Because everything, most of the focus was on an animated carrot. Mm. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my mm. view. Okay. So the next ad 
is the Argos Christmas ad. And it shows it's an, an evening with Abracadaisy and the Incredible Lucy. So really what this ad is about is that um, two girls, and you'll notice if you watch the ads, because we're going to put a link to it in our blurb, mm. that you'll notice a lot of the ads this year have been um, include people from different ethnic backgrounds. So yes, it's a lot more. Yeah, it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. So that's quite interesting. Um, and then these two girls, they're mixed race black girls, and they're performing for their family. And it is, it feels like it's a theater of, I suppose, joy and life, if that's what you're into. And, um, well, I'm going to go to our Not Avengers to just give us their views (laughs) on this ad. So I'm going to start this time, Deji. Right. So um, I thought the ad was cool. Um, It was not bad. I think it was a bit too long. Um, And it was kind of showing because i did um funny enough i was thinking about criteria as well it did show off some of the argos wares um you know a bit i suppose um i think it was meant to be sweet but i it didn't it didn't quite get there for me it didn't hit you it, it didn't hit me um and and i had one additional criteria mm-hmm. for me and it was how covid safe everything was <laughs> Um, and I'll go into that on the, on the later. Oh, hand. yes, yes. Um, and with this one, because it was family and it's a one family household stuff, I thought it that was It wasn't fine. because grandma was there. So was grandpa. Yeah, yeah. But if it's Christmas, you're allowed up to three. So I thought, okay, it was, it was okay. I thought it was up to six. Yeah, whatever the number is, at least it, it, it seemed to fall within that, mm. that, that category. And they're all in, indoors. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Mo, what were your thoughts? Um... Just at the top, like yourself, I did notice that a lot of the families that depicted in these ads were mixed race families, particularly there were more mixed race families with black wives mm. or black mothers, mm. as opposed to before we always have the um, the black person in the family being the father. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. Um, in terms of the concept, I liked the idea of the little girls looking through the catalogue. Because that's something, you know, a lot of children, I think, including me, used to do. Oh, yeah. You go through the Agus catalog with your pen and you're like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want that. And it's interesting they're bringing up that idea because the Ag- I think Argos has discontinued that Thank catalog you. now. Thank you, I forgot to say that. Yeah. So I was like, why are they... <laughs> it's almost like the last hurrah that this is the last time we can use this as a concept in our ads. Um, I didn't... I, like Deji has said, I thought it was a bit too long. And it didn't hit me in the feels mm. at all. Um, the only thing that was interesting was that I actually was like, oh, who's singing that song? And I shazammed it and it was Gary Barlow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the only thing doesn't sound like him at all. It kind of sounds like Robbie Williams. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't really hold my, you know, I didn't go, oh, wow, I need to get onto Argos straight away after watching that. Nah, was was a fail for me. I, I have to say somewhere in the world, Gary Barlow is going, you see, I told you. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Somewhere in the world, Gary Barlow is backing up the money truck. <laughs> so, um, African Kate, your thoughts on this ad? I think that for me, I mean, obviously everything you guys have mentioned with the um, mixed-race family, because I actually made a note of that. Everybody's trying to show that they're in with the blacks. Um, and then, of course, we also have the issue of the catalogue, which you mentioned, because, yes, Argos have actually phased that out. But the one thing I noticed, not just for this ad, but I'm sure for a few more we're going to talk about, is the theme of nostalgia. There's a lot of nostalgia that's been infused into these years, this year's ad. And they bring in, Argos bringing back their catalog because they've actually phased it out totally. But they brought it back for Christmas. 
is to sort of you know ingest that sense of nostalgia into what it is that they're doing and you know looking at Deja's points about covid safety i guess if they're sharing the catalog amongst themselves they might potentially end up dead too <laughs> as a family <laughs> you know might as well just go like that click your clicks True. But, um, I mean, it didn't, it didn't really give me the feels. And I'm not going to lie. I, I think I've told some of you um, previously, as I'm getting older, I'm crying more at things. Don't ask me why. Like, I'm an emotional faucet. But, nah, this didn't really give me the feels. It was cute and it was sweet. And, I, you know, it was nice that they could, you know, experience Christmas with by giving magic to their friends and neighbors. But, yeah, it's another... Yeah, it's not going to make me want to go buy stuff at Argos that I didn't want to already buy. So, yeah. Actually, I, for, you know, I forget Argos these days. Actually, I forget that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree. For me, I think what weirded me out was the fact that the chandelier became really big and almost dropped on the family. And I was like, oh my God. Apparently, actually, they were showing that it was a new one. Do they sell chandeliers yeah. in August? I don't go to they do. They do. They do. They do. They do life But Saints. also because, you know, they're they team um, Sainsbury now. And Sainsbury and um, that guy that died recently, Habitat. Sainsbury sells Habitat stuff. And now so does Argos. Oh. Oh. Oh, um, um, Conran. Conran, Conran, yeah, John, just yeah. Joseph Conran, okay. yes, Joseph who owns Habitat. Terence Conran, Terence Conran, yeah. Well, anyway, which are, which are Conran? Which are, because which I know his son Jasper. No, I don't know which old but, white no. guy <laughs> that it is that started Habitat in the 1960s. They are now joined with Argos and they are now joined with Saints because they're now this conglomerate thing together. So mm. I think, yes, yeah, so chandeliers do play a part in some of the things that August I didn't even dead. know that so. and I also found it quite interesting because um, I, I don't know any kids who sit around with um, books so even if August brought back the catalogue it just seemed weird to me that kids were not actually <laughs> on an iPad because that's why I normally see kids doing oh, yeah, that, that that's, that's, I think that's the point of the nostalgia oh I know but that's just, nostalgia. Nostalgia. it just yeah. seemed incongruous mm, that mm. even if it's a nostalgia for us as grown-ups the kids don't know well, but so I found that weird and also the fact that they transformed the watch like it's supposed to be like a normal watch from back in the day but when it gets onto Grand it's an Apple watch mm. I found that very mm. strange well, well it means but, that they yeah, sell okay. everything from the old to the new come on now where's your advertising hat <laughs> yeah man yeah, I understand, but it's that magic on the old stuff. But anyway, the next is um, that's an Asda Price Christmas. Now, this is Asda's ad. Now, before Christmas, they've already been featuring this man and his family. And yes. Already, I was not really feeling it. But be that as it may, for this Asda a one. What was quite interesting is the fact that it's supposed to be this man, his family, and then they've got some food, food being delivered, and he's decorating his um, home and outside the home for Christmas. And then he has a neighbor who may be a bit too snooty, and maybe she doesn't really have the Christmas spirit. The thing I did mm. find quite strange in the ad was that there seemed to be a lot of kids. And then at the end, I don't know, maybe they sacrificed the kids, I don't know, but there were less kids that came out of the house that were, than were in the house. That is what I kind of got. But maybe that's just me and my squid brain. But let's start with me. What were your thoughts on the As The Price Christmas? Uh, it didn't... There was really nothing. It just, to me, just showcased the times we're living in. COVID times. It was, you know, get your stuff delivered. Everyone's at home. That guy, as you said, has been the main character in their recent ads. Um, so I think it was just a continuation of that. Uh, there was nothing particularly that grabbed me about it all i wrote in my notes is covid times <laughs> and that's it 
nothing sorry this is one of those ones i don't have a lot to say about because i found it strange because when you think about the criteria in terms of it needs to get to mm. feels it needs to show the product i need to want to buy the product and it has to be something special about it if the ads that we've watched what we've talked about don't really feel that way at the moment i don't know african kichwa your thoughts i didn't watch it so I have no idea. Okay. But um, <laughs> that's but okay. Just curious about something you said. You know, you have to bear in mind that quite a lot of advertising people put their people on furlough. So I'm sure the creatives were at home not doing work. So they're going to do the creatives. No, think about it. Think about it. Advertising is one of those things that, you know, we all know that, you know, marketing advertising is the first thing that goes in any business budget where you're cutting costs. And this year has been difficult for a lot of companies. So a lot of them cut their marketing budget, they cut their advertising budget. Then they realize in September that, oh, damn. We need to try and bring Christmas. They now try and brought out, brought back the cheaper one. No, they brought back the buses who stopped being creative like 20,000 years ago. So the actual <laughs> creative people are at home looking for money while the buses are creating. You should see happens. So yeah, but I didn't watch it. So I don't have no idea. Sure. Okay. So I'm curious. Is, is, did, you, did you skip it or you I didn't see didn't it? even see it. Like, okay. I didn't, I didn't, well, my door, I, don't, I, t- I typed in so Christmas most advert. when they're picking this. No, I typed in Christmas advert and I swear to God, I said, come on. Oh, I didn't even occur okay. to me to check. I didn't even okay. to check for it. Okay, didn't you use the playlist? Didn't you play playlist? I, I used the playlist, but I think maybe when I watched the playlist, it wasn't on it yet okay. or something. Okay. Okay. So basically, um, yeah, I wrote it should have asked the food, but I don't think it's still a good ad. Um, <laughs> I kind of agreed with neighbor Christine at the end. Basically, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> yeah, because because what um, what you mentioned about. Um, the as the family being shown before Christmas, I used to say it's in between the ads, on the ads in between watching YouTube videos, mm. and it irritated yeah. me. Mm. Um, the yeah. father and he, the way he even said the Asda price thing irritated me no end. Um, so I just found the ad to be irritating, and I found the ad decorations to be an eyesore because who decorates a house with Asda? Whatever that phrase is, you know, when you pass it. Yeah, the price. Yeah, yeah, price so, yeah. So, yeah, I've got to, yeah, because I've got to say, because particularly when it comes to food um, for Christmas, it needs to look enticing. I know. Anyway, moving on to the next one. The next one is the Amazon one. Now, this got me before we actually set this up because it just sneaked into my radar before I even started on. Um, thinking about ad nonsense for the year and basically let me give you the story there's a girl she's in a school they're going to be doing a kind of like dance and um she was picked as ballet let me finish she was picked to be the principal ballerina for what it was that they were looking to because i don't know whether it's going to be a whole ballet or maybe she's just going to be you know a principal ballerina for a play or a show and Obviously, it seems due to COVID, like most people, our dreams had to be put on hold or squashed. And um, because she's put so much work into it, um, her family then rallied around to actually enable her to perform. And it seems there was a boy who liked her, or maybe not, I don't know, that decided to go to Amazon to buy a torch that could be the spotlight on her while she actually delivers her performance, which is interesting to me because... Throughout everything, apart from the torch, I don't really see the need for Amazon. Or maybe Amazon also curated her outfit. I do not know. But it just, I don't, it was a fantastic story in terms of, okay, there's the emotional um, part of it. But I'm not really sure how Amazon really features. So, Digi, what are your thoughts? Um, 
okay, so I wrote, it's a sweet idea. There was a focus on COVID hmm. in, the, in the adverts. Not a lot, but was a focus on COVID because obviously that's the premise of the idea. I liked the community spirit, but it's not really a Christmas ad for me. I, again, just like last year, I think it could have been released at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just shows really togetherness and resilience. Mm. It's not really about Christmas to mm. me. Um, that's it. That was all I thought. I don't think it was a great ad. Um, I think it would have been lovely to have released that during lockdown, okay, as an example. Okay, okay. Um, um, Mo, what are your thoughts? Yeah, same with, same here. I think it would be nice just to have that as a standard ad rather than a Christmas one. Um, the I did write. <laughs> my note was, oh, the guy's eyeing her. Does he fancy her? So he bought her. <laughs> so he bought her a torch. I, to be honest, I didn't notice. I didn't <laughs> notice that bit. The, that he bought the torch. Yeah, he bought the torch. Mm. Um, I, it's nice to me. It's nice to see black girls in this type of positions anyway. Mm. So I like the idea. I just don't. I just don't think it's a Christmas ad. But I see what I see. What Amazon is trying to do. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's, it's a good ad. I think. Yeah. African Kitch, what are your thoughts? I mean, I do agree. It's not particularly Christmassy, and it was all the Misty Copeland vibes to show that you know black girls can be prima ballerinas and stuff like that. But I think it was the sister who had actually sent out leaflets, wasn't she, to all the yes. neighbors? So I mm. think that um, I don't think it's a Christmas ad. I think what was interesting because Amazon is something that they do consistently year after year is about the fact that they're bringing smiles to people's faces. So that's the thing that mm. Amazon has kind of been pushing. I don't think I really see the connection. I mean, maybe he bought a church, torch because he has a torch for her. And I don't know. I don't really see Amazon delivering mm, shit in any of this, her. anything here. But I do feel that, I mean, for the what it potentially tells us about Amazon's fakery and trying to be more diverse and open yeah but beyond that not really i'm not really moved by it i mean you know me i'm all family sometimes so this is ah this sweet the sister is actually trying to do things for her older sister who's probably a brat her older sister is probably a brat who's very annoying as well but you know she was sweet younger sisters are sweet like that there's but, no um, put your anyway, own but yeah so, it like, so your, i mean your i think your younger sisters are sweet like that though. so i mean obviously you understand how it is that when oldest i know that's the thing when an older sister is pissed off the whole fucking house is miserable because they keep slamming doors and being hello hello can you hear me or can you not hear me yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was saying that. I said when all the siblings are miserable, the whole house is miserable because the doors banging and sulking in corners and just being pains in the blasted houses. So I can understand why the younger sister, the younger sister, I think did what she had to do out of survival. <laughs> it was like, I cannot, <laughs> exactly. I cannot, she was very like, ah, oh, I'm never going to do this house. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. it had nothing yeah. to do younger with Christmas. Yeah. It was just a young child for me. It was a young child trying to survive. <laughs> Till Christmas, so she could see the new year. That was all it was. But yeah, different story altogether. There. Well, I, I'm glad that you've brought some psychological. <laughs> I want to put some uh, context moves into this. So context. But what in I found interesting because when you talked about Amazon and bringing smiles to people's faces, and we, from what we've heard during the year. They may be bringing smiles to their customers' faces, but maybe not for their employees. No, not for their employees. Yeah, and I agree. It didn't. I mean, it hit me in the feels a bit, but it wasn't okay. a Christmas ad because I like you know the community, everyone getting together. Obviously, I could have done without the guy in the tor- with the torch. But another thing I'm also noticing in a few of these ads is that if there's a black family. Sometimes the dads mm-hmm. are not always present. And 
this for me was almost like what are you trying to say boo mm, that's an interesting one because that's i noted all... that there's a particular advert that i noted oh, that yeah. in yeah. yeah there's a particular advert yeah the... I remember we'll, that. we'll come up to we'll, we'll, we'll come talk up about to that. that okay so the okay, next one i don't know who brought this in but I have a feeling it's oh, Mo. Oh, it's cute. I know. No, I no, no, it's me. Was it it's me? Cute. Okay, no. Desire. So this is... Oh, yeah, I regretted... I actually regretted that. So basically... Really? Mm. Which advert is this one? This ad is about barber. The people make jackets for rich people. Uh, like what about people. Apple? Where you, so, no, 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 you jumped from... Uh, where is Apple in this? Because my watch Apple, though. Did you follow the list? Did you follow I'm the following the list. No, I didn't. Which no, list? The list? I'm the list? following the list. Now I'm on YouTube where we have... On the YouTube. I put the list now. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm. Oh. I was looking at the same thing, you guys. I'm not sure if you guys included me in that list. Okay, so ah. that means well, that means you just gonna have to keep quiet. And no, I don't think you guys included me, what? so you can't say I have to just keep quiet because if you didn't include me, how would I have known? No, no, no. In terms of it was the YouTube, there. It is there on YouTube. It's there. Okay, the link was sent to the, you on the popgram. I put it there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you were included, but you see, younger siblings. <laughs> anyway, siblings. <laughs> the other one did the homework. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. Anyway, so look, this is the precursor <laughs> to Christmas for most people. So this is the barber ad, and it's about you know, as I said previously, um, barber make all these jackets and outwear for rich people who own estates and things like that. And it's quite interesting that this mixed race boy was like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> you came out the right, <laughs> you came out the right family," but this mixed race black boy um, wants to have his father's jacket repaired. For Christmas mm. and sends the letter because the dog was out. Yeah, because the yeah, exactly the dog had a bit of a nibble on the jacket and sent um, a letter to Santa, which was very fantastic. He was saying, "I don't want anything for Christmas, just to pay my dad's jacket." And um, Santa then, obviously, not being a tailor, decides to go to the factory where they actually make this jacket and get the jacket repaired, so that um this um girl, boy can actually give it to his father for christmas and the father was very very grateful and it's supposedly an heirloom and and in these days of fast fashion i kind of query that but you know what do i know so we'll start with mo what are your thoughts okay. on the barber christmas ad i liked it okay i'll tell you why i think um when i was younger there were a lot of ads which had were inspired by cartoons or had were animated and because this ad was animated it was the art of i think it was raymond briggs yes. who's the artist and um i thought i i liked that i, I first of all like the look of the ad and then i saw that yeah they're actually showing a service mm. because they're like here's our south shields factory <laughs> where you can go and the car and the and the script actually was like yes we do service repair we do rewax <laughs> they're actually listing out all the things they do and it reminded me of these UNICEF ads of the 90s for Christmas. Yeah. And so it just, I actually felt the nostalgia, as, as Wendy, um, Wendy African Kitch <laughs> said earlier, the nostalgia of those ads we used to see as kids actually was very, for me, and this one was very, very poignant. I'm, and yeah, I, I it agree. did hit me in the feels a bit. And um, I know that in the end they said that it was um, actually inspired by a real story, that there was a real dog who it's you know someone's jacket yeah. and which is why the you know this ad came about but i actually liked it i think what I is really, interesting really to me about this particular one is not about buying something new it's about repairing, it's about some, repairing something. something and obviously yeah. when you talk about that's why i did the whole shtick about fast fashion where people just consume mm. it and consume it and it's basically okay maybe we should now focus on repairing and taking care of things as opposed to consuming new things and this get give details 
of the product and the service that they can offer. So that's quite interesting to me. But, oh, okay. Interesting. Like, what are your thoughts? Okay, so my point of view is different. So mm-hmm. I think that this ad taught me the difference between Father Christmas and Santa Claus. Ah. Because Santa Claus has a, albeit maybe semi-legal factory <laughs> of elves that make <laughs> men fix things. Yeah. Father Christmas is a random dude <laughs> that is hired by Try someone <laughs> who probably doesn't know how to mend anything, fix anything, has no people who work anything. So I just thought that was interesting because I was thinking, if you're asking Father Christmas to mend it, he's going to give it to elves. And then he goes, oh, I can't do this. Oh, this is no, blows. no, Santa Claus. Uh, so why that, are you that, making well, this? No, no, I, yeah, I thought we was sending it to Santa Claus. And I realized, oh, no, he sent it to Father Christmas. Christmas. And I thought, okay, that's different. Then I thought, oh, it's very odd. I saw it as, maybe I'm being cynical here. I thought it's interesting that the barber factory was filled top to toe with women. Mm. There were no men. But it, may be the, it might be it representative be of um, their... Um, like most organizations yeah. that there'll be women on the shop floor but it's the men at the top making all the money and i, I thought that was exactly. interesting but i thought okay women then i thought mending because i just thought it linked too much on an old trope so i saw it from a different point of view of like really there's a man that says i don't mend stuff well let me give it to the women to mend that's how i saw it mm. and and i thought it was right. i didn't think it, when you mentioned unicef now that calls to mind you're right but that didn't occur to me at the time and so uh. i didn't like the idea of the ad i thought oh so far christmas and santa claus are two different things in my mind so that's where i was coming from so that's why i almost feel like, like santa claus is an american thing and father christmas is a british, british thing that seems british to be the thing. distinction that we're making because we'll come mm. up to santa claus mm. very soon i know I african know. kids did you get the opportunity to watch the video yes i did and i mean actually very okay what were your thoughts? because like you said santa claus brings gifts which he buys in shops Father Christmas <laughs> is the one who you go to when you want something that's going to last a generation. So I think one could actually look oh, at it within like that, that um, mm. within that context. And also, Barbo, one of the things I've mm. noticed over the last year is Barbo has been leaning on that heritage. You know, again, going back to nostalgia, mm. has been leaning a lot on the heritage and the fact that our clothing is not even just about mending. It's the fact that our clothing lasts generations. Because one of those, what of, part of what of those rich wise people and rich farm people do is the fact that they pass this shit on. That's why they have all their money because they never buy new shit. So it's like, <laughs> you know, my son, my mixed sure. child, this is how it will help you get generational wealth because you're never going to have mm. to buy any new shit. We'll just buy you, you know, pass you this, you know, <laughs> this coat on. Um, it is interesting because when I saw that they were talking about South Shields, the first thing that came to my head, which is probably the black person, it is like, ah, but Jale, be by you. But, uh, because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is? But, um, but it was, what I liked was the fact that they actually did show, so they showed their product, they gave a con- uh, context within their history, they talked about mm. how, what the service that they produced, they showed Father Christmas, they showed it was a Christmas-based thing. But the one thing that was quite interesting as well is the fact that obviously it's not, this is not just for Christmas, this is for the rest of your life mm. kind of theme mm. that was passed on. And there. I don't, that's exactly the point, Wendy, I don't think it's Christmassy. No, but I think it is. It that is, could have been no, released any time of could, the year. No, it could have been released, but it, it hit that's the right notes. But oh, no, 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 but that's the thing. It hit the right note because what they're trying to say is that this child is not asking for anything for right me now. this Christmas, for myself this Christmas. I am asking for something for my that's father okay. so that you can save mm. my dog from being shot by my father mm. because he wins his jacket. <laughs> that's another very good point. That's, you know, because his father is a farmer and they allowed guns to shoot animals. Oh, I remember, and it's a heirloom. It's an heirloom, exactly. Oh. So, and they, so I think, I mean, it, it, it gets in a lot of the, um, sorry, did you say something required in here? No, I just said her. Oh, hell, okay, yeah. I said so her. it, I mean, it hits a lot of things. Did I get the feels? No, 
Did I like the fact that you actually touched on lots and lots of points that I think were relevant for you to know to buy the products to know about Christmas? Yes. And it also tells you that you don't have to shop new for Christmas if you have something in the house that you can send back to the factory and they can repair for almost the same cost as a new thing. Why not? <laughs> okay, fair enough. That is so cynical. Fair enough. Okay, so the next ad is the Coca-Cola Christmas commercial ad. Okay, guys. So let me just tell you the story here. Now, I'm used to holidays are coming, holidays are coming. Same so here. The real Same thing. Here. And I just thought, and then there's the Santa Claus winking at you. That is it. But someone decided that this is going to be, because it's 2020, it's going to be a survivalist Coca-Cola Christmas. So it yep. starts with a daughter giving her father a letter to be posted to Santa. Mm-hmm. Father seems to work on an oil rig. In the North Sea, maybe. Mm-hmm. He forgot to post the letter, it seems. He's munching on his um, sandwich. Then, boom, mm-hmm. as, he, as he drinks his Coke, he remembers, shit, we need to send this letter to Santa. And the person who comes to the rig, the postman who comes to the rig to collect the letters is basically um, out in the sea. So the father decides, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to actually do something unsafe in my kind of work environment. I'll get on a little dinghy. And then speed and meet that actual postman's boot. Unfortunately, disaster happens. He goes onto the water. He gets dragged somewhere else. He goes through the entire world. So he can deliver the letter to Santa. And Santa, unfortunately, is closed for Christmas. And then it seems after he's gone through all these two minutes of hell, um, Santa then comes, gives him a lift back home. Because mm-hmm. in the letter, the daughter says, um, Santa, please bring my dad home for Christmas. Home for Christmas. Now, yes. before I open this up to anyone, the first thing I just want to say is, what that ad tells me is the fact that yeah. the child doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Because she was expecting her dad to read the letter and come home for Christmas. That is my exactly. take. But... I'll open it up no, to everyone. Let me start on this time. Let me start this time around. Now, yeah. firstly, this, uh, sorry, Coca-Cola had actually said that this year they were trying to move away from the holidays are coming thing because of COVID and they wanted to show about continuity and things. However, I have a few issues with this advert. So, firstly, are you telling me that the first meal the father has had since he got to work was in his lunchbox and that's where the letter was? Are you saying that all of the 50,000 meals he ate between when she gave him the letter and when he saw that, what did not occur to him there to give it, number one. <laughs> number two, pretty, you jumped off the ship. Do you know how many people have been furloughed at the moment? So you jumped off the ship. <laughs> Who's going to pay for Christmas at home? Tell me. Eh? Who's going to pay for Christmas? Are you stupid? <laughs> then, you now put yourself in an unsafe environment during COVID. Are you trying to put stress on the NHS? Do you not understand what is going on now? You now go and do all this, yama, 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 yama. You get to Santa Claus place. Santa is closed for Christmas. And then a truck comes and then takes you home. And your child says, oh, yes, what I want for Christmas is daddy. I'm sorry. No, daddy should go back to work. Okay? Daddy should go back to work. <laughs> and but during this followed environment, daddy really should realize that there's a mortgage for us to pay on this house. Otherwise, this will be a child. This will be a homeless Christmas. I'm very upset to the fact that, I mean, yep. no, even forget the fact that she didn't believe in Santa Claus. My issue is this. Are you trying to, the thing that first got me was like, is this the first time he's eating? Or is it because he saw Coca-Cola that he ate? That he saw Koyemi? I don't... On the premise from the beginning, I just don't understand it. And then everything just deteriorates from that point on. I just got very, very irritated. And I felt like smacking okay. the child as well. So, yeah. But then okay. I was... Like, so, Deji, what are your thoughts? I think this is going to be a very popular one. 
because I'm sure Mo has her own additions mm -hmm. to it because I agree with everything Wendy said. Now, this is also the problem to me. I wrote here that it's trite, it's unbelievable, and it's over-exaggerated. Okay, you guys are focused on the letter because I wrote all about mm -hmm. that. This is a bit that I'm... These are the bits I'm annoyed about. One, right? The mere fact, the end of the, of the, sh of the adverts where mm -hmm. the advert says, come back home, it's exactly a very strong point mm. because I thought, okay, dad is on an oil rig. He has to sh um, deliver a letter to Santa for his daughter. He decides okay. when he doesn't deliver a letter to go off on what I assume is a multi-month adventure, <laughs> right? Is this super spreader? spreader. That's what I He's a super he didn't spreader. give a shit about work. But, He's a super spreader. But, but more importantly, he didn't care about his daughter. Mm. Super spreader. Because he went off mm. on a jolly, right? <laughs> He found, managed to get into all kinds of epic adventures, finding a random motorcycle. What happened to the motorcycle? We don't know. <laughs> he, he managed to hitchhike on a truck with sheep and all that kind of stuff. He is able to climb, share with nothing, with no equipment whatsoever. Um, he ships wrecks on the boat and ends up somehow alive. In the middle of the Atlantic Ocean because it showed us he was on oil And rate. that ink that his daughter used for that letter is super ink. It's super ink. But the most annoying Amazing thing ink. was Amazing. that he managed to find Santa's hut. Because it actually looked like a little hut. <laughs> and it's closed for Christmas. And then a Coca-Cola truck. Mm -hmm. Which is driven by Santa. Right? Guys, Santa drives a Coca-Cola Not Not a sleigh. There was not a reindeer in sight. There was a Coca-Cola truck. Okay. Well, I rest my case. Uh, Mo, Mo hold on, Wendy, hold on. Mo, Mo, what are your thoughts? Um, you guys have basically said everything I want to say. Um, the notes I, I, I wrote were, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I wrote for the last bit, oh, so Santa has upgraded. He's gone from a sleigh to a truck. Um, I just, I found it trite and... It's not memorable they should just just brought back that you know f how many seconds was it 15 second spots they had of holidays are coming Agreed. that's enough that did the job basically they didn't have to do all this because this to me because it looks as if this cost money as well this was a waste of money and budget this could have gone somewhere else basically yeah it was absolutely oh, but but but, but, but mm -hmm. what they just told you with this ad is that the classic <laughs> ad of the 15 seconds they are trying to say that Santa was always driving that truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, I know that's what they're, they're trying to say. But it's bullshit. No. We, we were okay with the mystery of who was driving no, the truck. No, 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 Santa was always driving the trucks. Think about it. I mean, forget about this advert. Think about all the other adverts. Because Santa was always winking out of the truck. So, in, obviously, I, I always felt that Santa was driving. Not drive, the back. Well, no, no, it was at the back. Yes, I know, but I always felt With that LED Santa, but I always felt that, you know, Santa driving the truck. But because he couldn't put his hand out, well, the really? health and safety. That's why he had, he had, was winking. But this is just me anyway. But I was just, I was, I know I was shouting earlier, which is the fact that this, by, this man is a super spreader. He's a super spreader. <laughs> no, he is. Think about it. Can you imagine all the people he must potentially have come in contact with? And pass possible coronavirus across the world. This is a man that should be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. That's well, well, on that note, let's move on to another one. This is Disney. So this is from our family to yours. And it's a Disney advert. I'm not really sure what it's about, but I'll just break it down and you guys can talk about it. So a random white dude, it seemed, gave this young black girl 
um, um, a Mickey Mouse plushie toy. And then we see that it they, they becomes a family routine. Hello. Or, yep. Well, it becomes an heirloom. <laughs> and then it's a family routine of putting up Christmas decorations and playing with this plushie mm. as the girl grows mm. with her single black mother. And then it's later on in the ad, you may find out that this random dude may have been her father. I don't know because they didn't give a context. It just seemed like this guy came and gave her a plushie. She was a bit reticent to take it, mm. then took it when she was a kid through her mother's encouragement. Mm -hmm. And then it seems she started losing the spirit of Christmas and it showed by her not playing with her plushie as a maybe a 20-something-year-old woman. And then in the end, she noticed that, oh, her mom may be wanting to go through those same Christmas rituals and she wasn't interested. So she came back, decorated the house, and her mom comes downstairs and looks at the decorations Mm. and they bond. And that is what my interpretation is. But but let me hand over to Mo. Mo, what are your thoughts? Um, I just wanted to say it's she's not black; she's Filipino. Yeah, yes, ah, that's the first thing. Black, yeah. But I wasn't because I saw straight hair and dark skin, so I wasn't sure. Mm. I, I thought she was yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's Filipino because when this ad came out, the Filipino community were very, yeah. very, very happy. With okay, it and okay, for the representation. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, um, uh-huh. yeah, it did not hit me in the feels, and like Wendy, I'm at that point in my life where a lot of things make me cry. Mm. But this didn't. I was just kind of... Is it wrong that I thought she was throwing a little bit of a strop because of the, the girl didn't decorate? Mm. I was like, mm. yeah, she... I don't know. I, it didn't... It, it didn't... I, it didn't hit me. I just didn't connect with it. So I was just like, okay, it's cool. Representation is cool and all that. But I wasn't bowled over by it. Okay, African kids, what were your thoughts? I'm actually going to mm. go against the grain here. So firstly, yes, it was a Filipino mm. family. It looks as though... She was mm. the young girl then was given the gift of Christmas. Oh, God, that's stupid. Mm. By Walt Disney. <laughs> I have issues around that. In the form of... Walt well, Disney doesn't of, like brown people. Uh, exactly. Which is why I said it gave me issues. <laughs> but it gave, her the, it gave her the gift of Christmas in the form of a Mickey toy. Which is very surprising because that Mickey toy also looks like the one on Steamboat Willie. But that's a different thing altogether. Mm. So it gave, her, it gave mm-hmm. this woman, this girl, this young uh, girl. The gift of Christmas. It was like it was like nineteen fifties. It looks as though it also okay. There's so many things I want to talk well, about. But it wasn't nineteen fifties. It was two thousand. No, it wasn't. No, it I was nineteen fifties. It was nineteen fifties. It was view actually lines, in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. So it gave her I the agree, gift yeah. in the nineteen fifties. Okay. It was they were in, they were like in their village somewhere, and they had yes, these lights yeah. strung up and things like that. Then as the now mm. as um so as the as the woman the young child grew up. She shared this gift ah, with yes, not with her, her no, 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 not her daughter, no, with her granddaughter. Because I was wondering where the fuck the daughter was okay. in this thing. Because it seems as though she grew up, yeah. we didn't really see her daughter. We don't saw her granddaughter as a child, and she's sharing mm. this gift mm. of um this Mickey um this uh, Mickey Mouse toys with the daughter, and they they have a ritual that they do every Christmas, which is where they string up lights. They string yeah. up the lights, and as the granddaughter grows older, and she loses the spirit of Christmas. Um, um, she starts to you know distance herself from her grandmother and all the rituals that they have around Christmas and the generational thing sort of falls off the edge and then the grandmother one night you know she doesn't even stay at home she just goes out with her friends and the grandmother is there feeling she's now also losing the feeling of Christmas she's feeling alone 
and um, she decides not to decorate that night and go and go to bed. And then the daughter, the granddaughter comes back and sees that that's not happened. And then she's reinfused with the spirit of Christmas and not just decorates the whole house. <laughs> from and decorates from the whole alcohol, street. not from now, fucking Mickey. Probably alcohol as well. But here's the thing. And it did, this is where it hits me in the feels. I think because I'm somebody that ultimately, um, I like the, I, I'm a big fan of family. In, well, I think as I grow older, I'm going more, much more of a big fan of family. When I was young, I didn't give a shit. But as I grow older, it just felt that there's a lot of things that, you end up missing as people start growing older in your life and potentially are closer to passing away. And the grandmother looked as though she was on her last leg. Looked as though that was going to be her last Christmas. So, no, no, no. Look at it, honestly. That woman, she had no teeth. She barely had any air. Her eyes were gone. All of those things. So, for me, it was like, oh, that's sweet that she was willing to maybe have this last Christmas hurrah with her granddaughter and her grand grandmother. Um, is it a Christmas advert? Yes. But I think the thing I, I find problematic is the beginning. Because... Looking at the history of the Philippines around the time that this happened, it seems immediately post-war. And it looks as though somebody came back from America or an American GI was in these people's village after they bombed them to hell, gave a child a plushy toy as a gift. Bearing in mind, there were also lots of things that the American GIs were doing to Filipino women during that time. Like, I had issues with the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. The end was Phil's. The beginning is kind of creepy. But yeah, that's me. Okay, okay I'm, I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. So I think the American GI was a dad. Mm, possibly. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like to me yeah. because I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get it and she didn't know who her dad was yep. and the woman knew who he was and when she looked back and said, can I take it? And the mother said, yes. It almost like it was a goodbye. Mm. But she, did, but she mm. didn't know it was a goodbye. And I do think that the young girl is the older woman much later oh, okay. and i think that it's not that the daughter was losing the, no her granddaughter. her granddaughter sorry was losing the spirit of christmas her daughter had a different opinion of christmas because she went out mm. with her friends during that christmas period and also maybe she just decided i refuse to have an american invaded culturally appropriate because maybe christmas. she knew exactly because I, I i do think it's problematic mm. i i would have i did say that they did their research because the uh, three quarters parts mm. about family. I yeah, wrote here to reach the hearts of most families. I understood that, and I also did a little bit of research myself. I was like, "Hmm, that plushing. Are they actually selling that? They are. They are. Twelve of pounds. They are. Twelve pound fifty. It's called the Mickey Soft Toy. Yeah. And then there's Minnie Mouse and all the other ones there as well. So I thought, okay, that's interesting because I was like, uh, that looks too well done. So if we're even speaking about it from this perspective, it seems to me, and I feel very uncomfortable about this, that even now that you've clarified on the fact that it's Filipino and it's not mm. black, the lack mm. of a black, um, sorry, a lack of a male presence in terms of that culture is very unsettling to me. Because it's weird to me that if you're a white man married to anyone from any race, you are present. Mm. But if you're the if the focus is on diversity as a black person or Asian person, you will be shown. But if it's to talk about family just generally, they just seem to raise the men yeah. of that particular culture. Yeah. Because yeah. if that woman was the grandmother, then she would have had a husband. Yeah. And then she would have had a kid. Who had a husband or a wife, yeah. and then had the grand? So yeah, yeah, why yeah. is it, why is it just two of them? Yeah, I don't know. I don't it know. just um, felt a bit like you know, maybe it's just it's me a good... being a bit because obviously you know my spidey sense when it comes. No, to No, you're right because we never saw her daughter. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was a good ad. I just felt in the end it was to be as 
um, Aya said it was the granddaughter basically celebrating Christmas the way she celebrates Christmas. It was when the grandma basically just threw the plush <laughs> on the ground and went off. I was like, why is she throwing the straw? I was like, why is she throwing the straw? It's what Wendy like, said. You know, I could possibly and- die that um, next year. This is the year of COVID. <laughs> and you got with your fucking friends to go drink, possibly bring you back COVID to me. God will punish you. And, and I have to say, that's a good point because that is definitely not COVID safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I will no, clarify yeah, yeah. that because but that's why when she was amazing. going out, I was like, eh, where's your mask? Your grandmother like, is. Where are you going? Well, that, where's your mask? Yeah. But also no, talk yeah. about the fact that her grandmother is a she's not at least person, so she went out without a mask. Yes. Came back without yeah. a mask, and then yeah. she has a soft toy that's hundred everything. years old that potentially has a lot of germs in it that could aggravate her grandmother's lungs. Yeah. Then she went to go and yeah. touch everything, like you mentioned in the house with that COVID hands. Okay, <laughs> so mending the yeah. Mickey Mouse that she damaged. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So the next okay. one is the John Lewis Christmas ad. Now, in this country, just in case you don't know, this is the UK. <laughs> Normally, when the Christmas ad for John Lewis stroke waitress drops, people think Christmas has better. Christmas has started. Mm -hmm. So, um, this ad, it didn't make that much sense to me. I'll be brutally honest. So I can't even string anything together. It's just more the fact that it's about giving a little love and doing little things that are considerate, and that then brings Christmas. I did not see a product at all. I just saw claymation and I saw pigeons wearing gold attire, gold chains and things like that. And there's a boy who wanted to get his um, ball. But because I can't give any narrative for this to make any sense. So let's go first to African Cage. What were your thoughts? So she, my thoughts not, were... Yeah, she is. <laughs> So my thoughts were, so it is, you did mention the good point, which is that it's about giving a little love and it's about um, making the little things count. I did see certain things. Look, so we saw some fruits and veg, we saw a bit of turkey, we mm. saw people, you know, there were lots of little things that maybe, and then of course, you know, they were wearing different clothing. So that also makes me meant to link to John Lewis. Um, should I, I'll, I'll go back to the fact that I think people were very lazy this year. I think the creativity won't follow. So a lot of people, I think... They said, let's mix nostalgia with, um, with the simplest and easiest thing we can do. So, and the easiest thing you can do, again, in marketing is get, uh, outsource your animation to somebody who is in, at home. And you say, I'll give you 25 pounds for 10 years of work because that's correct, the current slave rage that they're, play, they're paying people. So, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't impressed with it. I mean, the one thing that did that, you know, was interesting, which was talked about, is the person who was singing the song the actual singer who was singing that song of Give a Little Love. And she's meant to be this, um, um, I think, 20-something-year-old black woman who they supposedly said has the voice of Arthur Kitt. I'm like, have you listened to Arthur Kitt recently? But, um, I mean, that was the most interesting thing for me about the advert. Otherwise, it just felt a bit boring, predictable. Hmm. Nothing, yeah, I was that's surprised. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think it's... Okay, yeah. So, and that's the thing because I'm glad you guys actually talked about the fact that you saw products, but because I saw them in claymation form, that to me doesn't really feel like a product. But what do I know? Because if I take that picture and go, okay, could you give me this <laughs> in John Lewis? Okay, I don't know. Point. But um, Mo, what were your thoughts? Um, I liked it actually. Um, one of my favorite animations, oh, sorry, favorite uh, stories is Cinderella because of the overall theme is be courageous and be kind. Mm. 
So anytime any business or whatever story has that theme of kindness, it really, I already like, yes, I'm in. Because <laughs> I think that we could all do with being a bit kinder. Um, so I liked the raw message. I liked the mixed mediums that they had from live action to claymation to puppetry to, um, what was the fourth one? Yeah, all that. Mm. <laughs> I really liked it. Um, yes, it's not the m- most weight rosy ad they've had in recent years, but I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was all right. I think they're worse ads <laughs> I've seen on this list. And um, yes, I didn't notice any products as such, but I was. I think because I was too intertwined with the message itself of just everyone being kind to each other. Because I think at the end, they actually showcased several charities at the end as well, the end of the ad. So I was cool with that being no, you know, no actual here, buy a waitress to Turkey. More like everyone in this period, let us be kind to each other and do little, little things like looking out for your neighbor or for a boy on the street who's left, you know, whose um, thing is stuck in the tree, stuff like that. I, I liked it. Okay. Um, um, right. So I thought it was a good ad um, in terms of, again, what, you know, Mo and Wendy have covered. So the mix of live action, the different animation styles, I thought that was very good. I did see a focus mm. on some wares because I noted that there were two John Lewis bags of produce. There was the um, the so turkey or that stuff, although it's obviously mm. very animated. I wrote, not sure. Um, some parts of animation were not COVID social distanced. So, you know, the yeah, beginning with the girl and the boy <laughs> in the bus. On the bus, I noticed that. Because when I was on the bus, I was like, oh, bus, really? <laughs> so, you know, it's okay. Oh, um, my God. And I think that from the general, um, not expectation, standard of John Lewis, I think this is just about average. I don't think it's oh, yeah. anything special. Mm. Okay, okay. Guys, that's really, really useful. The next ad is the Lego Holiday Season 1. Ah. Okay, so what I'm going to say first is... (laughs) It was quite interesting to see different families and their kids supposedly playing with Lego. I have got to say, this did not hit me in the feels. It actually hit me in the cynical bone a lot more. Did it? Yeah. Wow. And I just... I didn't come out of it with a positive set uh, mindset but it's basically for the people who want to know it's the lego ad different families different ethnicities they're playing with lego and they're using lego as the allegory of how we can you can think to yourself about how it would be a much wonderful world which is interesting because when African kids was talking about the give a little love music in Waitrose and when they said Eartha Kitt I thought that she was the person was trying to ape the um what do you call it Sachmo what's his name Louis Armstrong way of singing okay. of what yeah. a wonderful world okay so when we then come into the Lego ad and I hear what a wonderful mm. world and I hear the kids singing about the type of world they would like to live mm, in mm, mm. so it's almost like I would like to teach the world to build mm. a world of perfect harmony with Lego bricks that's almost the feel I actually got from it but Deji what were your thoughts so I think the key phrase from this advert is um, don't give to don't don't seem to give a duck because I just thought yeah. that was just cheesy as mm. hell. Um, um, I have to say that the medley at the end was not very COVID social distance because I noticed that. Th- yeah, when I just saw all those people, I <laughs> I winced, I really winced. 
Um, I think that they really sold their wares here because I saw everything mm-hmm. to go with Lego. And, you know, I've been following the Lego uh, catalog for some time now. So I saw quite a lot of products in there. Um, a nice, friendly sing-along song. Is it Christmassy? No, not to me. I don't think it's Christmassy. I think it's a very nice sales pitch of buy your Christmas presents at Lego. Wow. That's what I felt because you know it had. A, I'm not saying that they have to have a theme, but the fact that they were mixing Star Wars and uh, you know techniques and it just felt like a a scattering, a, a machine gun scatter of these are all the Lego toys. <laughs> That's what it felt but, like to me. Okay. Okay. Well. Interesting. This is the one that I cried at. Okay. Really? Yes, and I'll tell you why. I felt that this ad was a lot about having no limits to your imagination. Okay. Remember when we watched the Lego movie mm-hmm. and at the end where the sister basically wanted to mix Legos and the brother was like, no, mm-hmm. the Legos are this way and mm-hmm. this is how it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she was like, no, we have to imagination. You have to mix this Lego with this Lego. That's what I felt was at play here. You mix the ninja blah, 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 Legos with it's basically the childhood freedom. I agree. Of basically mixing your dreams. I agree. And I, 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 I just felt that as sometimes as adults, we have to harken back to that freedom and not be restrained by so many things in life. Tell your story. So to me, no. I felt that that advert, because also it showcased a lot of diversity. Yeah. There were two, ad, two astronauts getting married. Mm-hmm. It seems to me male astronauts, mm-hmm. it seemed. Mm-hmm. Like, there were mixed race families. The children were all from different races. Mm-hmm. I just felt that there was a, there was a call of let's just all be ourselves and let's not be restrained by society i agree mo but could you see Maybe that I'm ad in june oh no yeah no i'm going to get i'm finished what i'm okay. saying <laughs> yeah it's not a christmas ad. okay good i think this is an ad that should be around all year round yes not for christmas only yep. um so i liked this the message of the ad yeah. but i don't think it's for um it's not just for christmas it should be an ad we should just have that everyone remember just to be creative yeah and have no limits to your creativity. Yeah, yeah. No matter what other you might, other people might think or what people might say. I, That's what I took from this. I, and just to add, I agree with you because I have a friend that I sent um, a Lego set to, and he did what you what the ad is saying not to do: allow the kids to be creative with the Lego set. Don't don't just restrict it to a specific idea. Mm. So you're right. Um, yeah, African yeah. cage. Are you watching? Okay. <laughs> so my thing is, um, and so let me just give the context into why this um, felt a bit cynical to me. I like the idea and everything else, but um, because of 2020 particularly, I now am more skeptical with companies because I try to look behind, you know, like behind the music. And I go, okay, this is great. But I know your board is not diverse. I know your board doesn't represent... Yeah. What you're showing me in this ad. And that is the thing. The ad really calls to my social justice part. It calls exactly as what Mo was talking about. Don't be bound by societal conventions that were based on prejudices from back in the day. Really unleash yourself on the world with all that positivity. Like, you know, the princess that was kicking ass. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I just thought that is fantastic. However... You're selling me this story, but the issues that are that cause these things, the system, 
you guys are still mm-hmm. so don't 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 sell me food or as George Judy used to say, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> you know. So I like the emotion of it, but I just couldn't help but look at the company. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason because anything that fills me with joy and glee and like wow. I want to feel that you as a company are actually embodying that. Mm. So it just didn't feel that way to me. So that's why. Anyway, the next ad was Little Island Christmas TV ad. What was interesting about this for me was the fact that it was one of the first ads where I actually saw the, the goods. And what they were showing was yes. basically, yes. you're going to eat good this Christmas. <laughs> and then I saw this little, um, and I loved the actual animated <laughs> elves. Elves. And, it, and the fact that there was supposed to be Little Christmas and they were basically helpers for the people who worked at Little. I thought it was it was way to the point. I mean, there was no real story, but it felt to me like, yes, a very traditional, almost generic Christmas ad, but it just seemed to say, <laughs> Ron still does exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> so I'll just go to African Kitch. What were your thoughts? I feel exactly the same way. I mean, if we go with the, if we strip away all the fanfare that put tie around Christmas and tie around, you know, trying to hit your feels in the wrong way, this basically says, Christmas, elf, shop, buy. <laughs> you know, there's nothing, and, and I think, and I think, listen, if we're again, if we're going with the fact that we're working with a reduced budget for this year, they got the point across very quickly, very easily. Your emotions are not stirred one way or another, but you definitely think to yourself. They're doing good. I can work with that. So yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, Mo, your thoughts? Yeah, it was pretty much like an elves testing room, wasn't it? They were making sure all the they're doing, you know, quality control to make sure the goods they're about to send out were good. So Santa doesn't it was kill to the them. point. Exactly. It was to the point that here's everything. <laughs> here's our slate. <laughs> it's about to come out. We're making sure it's, you know, up to par. Please buy it. <laughs> pretty much did you i agree i, I agree it. particularly with uh wendy's words yeah they, they sold their wares they had christmas magic with elves they had a nice christmas jaunty song i have to say that's very jaunty it was good like that i like that straight to the point next one is the christmas ad for mcdonald's now i feel i've seen this ad hmm. before <laughs> it feels to me it's almost like they decided yes. let's just change the gender and then change the race that's what it mm-hmm. seemed like so basically, mm-hmm. mom, teenage son, who's moody and a brat, tries to bond with him. He's unwilling to be bonded with. But oh, <laughs> another secret, <laughs> McDonald's. Gets to McDonald's and before you know it, all of a sudden, McDonald's unleashes the child within. And first person to go to, Deji. What are your thoughts? Right. So as a matter of fact... Hun, you stole my thunder because that's exactly what I thought this ad was. To me, the ad says, give your teenage monster a McDonald's meal and you'll get back that eight-year-old you always loved. Until, eight-year-old, the, the sweet baby. The sweet baby, until midnight anyway. Gremlin. And also, I thought to myself, why are McDonald's trying to replace cookies and milk with their rubbish reindeer treats? <laughs> On they've been doing that for about two years Yeah, now. to make they're it healthy. Carrots. Uh, yeah, bring their treats. Yeah, they've been doing that for about two. Okay, so I saw that. That that's that's all I saw, and that's that's my take. I just thought, okay, yeah, you can't deal with your moody child. Just give them McDonald's; they'll be fine. Which is I thought. Yeah, where's the father? <laughs> <laughs> where's the father? But it was interesting. Um, I just thought, yeah, 
this ungrateful child. I know. <laughs> um, but I get it. He's a teenager. I, I, it was always interesting how the inner child was like, oh, we're excited. But he's like, no, we're not. It's <laughs> like, okay. Bloody child. But yeah, it's I, I don't think McDonald's is actually going to be the cure for that. <laughs> Mothers and you know parents out mm. there. But it's interesting that they're citing themselves as the possible cure. But yeah, it was okay. It wasn't amazing. It was okay. And I, as Honey said, I think I've seen this ad before mm. somewhere. African cage? Yeah. So yeah, this advert pissed me off. Like it really, really pissed me <laughs> off. And it pissed me off because of I think it's something you said in the beginning, which is the fact that when you're showing families that are not white, you know, waspy type white people, you always leave out one part of the family, almost saying that this is the norm for all parts of the society. And when you consider that most of the world are not white and they have, they come from multi-generational family, they come from families where the fathers and mothers are together. I feel that the fact that this is the narrative that McDonald's is, is selling really, really pissed me off. It pissed me off because it played into the idea that teenage black boys are somewhat more negative than their white compatriots. Because when you see the way that teenage white boys are shown in similar circumstances, their actions do not seem quite so... I want to, say, I want to use violence, but maybe not violent, but so brusque. They're like, oh, leave me alone. It doesn't mm. feel so abrupt in the way they, they jerk away from their mother. Um mm. Then when you when I also tie that into the fact that the narrative around the fact that oh he doesn't have a father and then you put in place the uh, oh yes okay yes oh so if you want to see the child in your the child in your in your teenager you know give them a McDonald's which we've talked about it it, it for me it felt like there's a narrative that's been built in and I know McDonald's is trying what they're trying to do is to show that they're more inclusive and show that yes you know we can include black families whatever and whatever shape those families come in at advert. But it just and also, why is a black family fucking going to McDonald's for Christmas? Like, why, why, why yeah. are you trying to say yeah. that? You know, I mean, we've seen a white family do it when there was a white father and his white daughter. Yes, and it, no, I've it, seen that. Yeah, one. That's yes, Adam, and that's his two true. white yeah. daughters, and there is a white mother. Yeah, that we're that we're there's a reference made to. In this case, it's a they didn't make a reference to a white mother who was dead. Yes, this is a single. Yes, it's a single black mother with a slightly brash black son and then the idea that i mean why can't they still them buying you know turkey on their way to buy mcdonald's why is it that their meal of choice okay, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know but that's how i feel about it i i, wait, I, I agree i agree i understand what you're saying i agree with it i think this is meant to be christmas eve Aww. but still okay. Because of, remember, they bring out, I know, but they bring out the reindeer treats basically for Santa to come that night. And as Wendy was talking, I just remembered that there is a, the last McDonald's ad I saw recently, uh, October, was a mother and son, white, and she was trying to get the son to a teenager as well. The same storyline. The son is being brusque with her. And she's like, you know, oh, hang out with me. And the son is like, no, 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 no. And that uh, she's playing um, Westlife in her car and they go to get a McDonald's meal. And he's like not even, he's ignoring her and not driving her face. And then um, he, got, he um, later when he's boring the car, he starts to sing the Westlife song. So I just remember that, oh yeah, that ad was just came out just before this mm-hmm. one. It's basically like almost the same storyline. So yes, while it, it's not like, um, it's not this uh, whole, you know, single, you know, uh, depicting a family as, as um, early black families as, 
um, being fatherless is not strictly the truth because they have done it with the white family, but obviously it's, they do it more, it seems, with um, black families. But I have seen, I just remember that. So I can't say that I've watched, I watched exactly that much like television or even that, mon- that many ads these days to see whether that has happened or not. But thank you for raising the fact that at least the first family were in a car. These ones were, were busting it one day. It was like these Benz. So... <laughs> No, no, they were in a car. They were in a car. They were in a car. Maybe we have quite a lot of adverts. We have quite a lot of adverts to get through. Hold on. And what I want to ensure, because we're past the hour, is I'm going to race through a few of the others. So we're going to skip a couple. So, because there's one that's going to cause me to talk a lot, is the one that's coming up next. This is the MS Christmas food ads. Now, Anyone who's listened to Ad Nonsense for the last four, five years will know that I am a M&S stan and ho. Because I always like their ads. It shows the food. You know, it really photographs, you know, the, the food in just, just clarity. There's a standard equality. Anyway, so you've heard me go on about that. In this, uh, McDonald's decided, no McDonald's. Marks and Spencers decided they were going to do some short um, 30 second movies where they had um, celebrities provide the um, voiceover for this is an M- this is not just Christmas, this is an M&S Christmas. And we had one from Naomi Harris, Julie Walters, Jeremy Irons, and Rudolph Coleman talking about the different food. Now, I'll just say mine of the bats. For me, this is not it. This is not the standard I am used to with M&S. However... I don't want to color anyone's judgment, so let's start with Digi. What were your thoughts? Bring back the classic Christmas ads, MS. This is not it. That's exactly what I wrote. Wow. The only thing I wrote is, by the way, Oliver Coleman won. <laughs> same here. Mo, did you feel same the same? Here. I felt very much the same. I was like, well, if we're going to continue using this theme, let's do it properly the way it was before. Um, and yeah, I thought Jeremy Irons was was okay but i thought oliver commons was better and i appreciate that they're highlighting charities and mm. though i did read i was trying to read the um the notes at the bottom i think they said it was a hundred thousand pounds shared between and i didn't i couldn't catch how many charities so i was like hmm is that that's not quite a lot it's being shared between i don't know 12 charities but yeah i just thought go back to the old way or get a new direction one of the two okay african kitch i mean i I think i agree with what everybody has said um i think one of the things the reason that maybe the olivia coleman one did win for me as well was the fact that the way she was speaking about it made it flow as though she was um she was in on a joke she was was almost as though she was taking the piss yes or she was taking a piss out of the mns ad the way she was speaking about it so it was like okay don't be shy don't be shy yes exactly but (laughs) Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel. It didn't feel lush. It didn't feel. I didn't want anything. And I'm not sure. Maybe it's just because I've now got to this mm. point of this year where I'm like, I'm not going out there. So many things I'm not doing. So I feel as though the things I need have sort of shrunk, has shrunken down. So for you to really, really get my attention to want to buy something, we have the right season. They just didn't sell the product well enough, and also because I already am, I'm having an MS Christmas, so sure. probably I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not but I don't know. I, I, I think for me, so, yeah. one of the first things that oh sorry for interrupting. No, that's um, right. African Cage. One of the first things that actually put me off is the fact that this is the first time they actually put prices 
Oh yeah. It made it look cheap. Yeah, that's true. And then they didn't do that high definition, like almost cutting your eyes colorization mm. and production of the mm-hmm. food. And the way you long languidly, you know, tear it aside or where they cut things like and then you also, see the stuff oozing. Now it could be because of um COVID. Because particularly that brie that they're talking about with the truffle inside. I even mm. know that. And I was thinking that's where you cut it and you squeeze it and you smear I, I, it. And I agree with you. There was a bit of a cheapness to it because all of them were the same, mm. right? Mm. Um, and they all sold the same thing. You know, you know that's mm. you know gold flakes mm-hmm. drink the, yes. the the cake. And I just thought, what? You have more food than this. Why are you just focusing on? I think it was four or five of them. Yeah, because Naomi Harris and I think Olivia Coleman sold the same thing. The same thing. Yeah. Then Julie Waters sold something the donut one, and then yeah. Jeremy Irons was selling the cheese. Yes, that's correct. And the cheese was just there on a slab. I was like, normally you're smearing yeah, it. And you know, my mouth is watering and you're zooming in. It's supposed follow, to be like, follow. like a high it's class follow. sex follow. Yeah. Followed everybody who was going to do that animation. I understand, but Sorry. I look, MNS, I am so disappointed because that to me has always been the standard in terms of the look. Last year they dropped the ball. Yeah. Because they brought Paddy to come start talking. I was like, why are we why are we having this? They had a market, but anyway. I was not impressed, so do better. Um, so the next one is the Sainsbury's um, ads. So the Sainsbury's ads, they're in three parts. And it's, um, it's supposed to be different families and a sense of nostalgia about how Christmas used to be um, yep. before 2020. Um, if you're in the UK, you'd have heard about the controversy. The first um, family featured with the black family. That actually has the most views when you actually compare it to the other families. And when the advert for um, for the Gravy song, which is the one that featured the Black family, came out, there was a ton of racist abuse on Twitter, all over social media. So much so that the supermarkets in the UK had to come together to put an ad stating that they were all against racism. That is how bad it was. The vitriol. And it's the mm. only one that they had to actually turn off the comments for in YouTube. Yep. Because a lot of white people in the UK were saying that, well, this doesn't represent the UK. That I don't feel represented in this. And a lot of people were saying, well, hold on. It's just a black family having Christmas. And it's a series of adverts. It was so vitriolic, so much so that a lot of people have actually turned around now, um, turned around to say, actually, issues of racism are actually much worse in the UK than in the US. Because a lot of people felt very comfortable commenting on their, their own names non-anonymously about this so okay okay so i wanted to give that context um now the three ads they're broadly similar with different family setups just want to go to african catch what were your thoughts on the sainsbury's ads so um there was something i think i'd mentioned when we are at the height of black lives matter and i think it was to you uh, honey about the fact that in the UK, people always talk about the fact that oh, there are no racists in the UK or in Europe because, oh, you don't see that the police are killing black people. And I remember telling you that uh, at the time that the issue is not that they're not killing black people. It's the fact that they put that actually killing black people are the residents of the country. And they're not using guns. They're using their fists. So for you to actually use your fist to personally punch somebody to death shows a different level of vitriol than someone putting a gun to your head and shooting you because there's a there's a distance sometimes one can say in a gun that ends in the fist and i think this on unfo- the advert itself is is sweet it's you know it's about christmas it's about being a family does it get me in the feels oh, 
yeah, come see, come see. I'm not. It doesn't move me one way or another. The fact that they're showing the food, the fact that they're showing the product is all there. But for me, the deeper meaning of this of this um, advert is the one that obviously nobody thought was going to come out of it, which is that racism in the UK is so endemic that people feel comfortable enough to be so so vicious and so racist in their actions that they have and they have no shame about it they have no shame about it so i think the the message that this advert gave me for christmas is that wendy don't go to sainsbury because there may be black people there who say don't uh, there may be people there who say because you are a black person you shouldn't be shopping at sainsbury or don't leave your house because maybe people that says that you are not representative of the british um environment it says wendy watch your back because in the uk the racists are out to get you but that is a that is a subset. So that's that's a sub, the reaction. That's the reaction. To, but the yeah. ad itself was not a bad advert. It was a good advert. It was um, not just that one, but of course the series of adverts that came. It it um showcases the product. It is it refers to Christmas. It talks about Christmas because of the time they were in. It was there was a social distance. It actually hits the COVID test because nobody in the adverts were actually in the same room together they were talking about the past when they were all in the mm. same room together and it also goes back to that sense of nostalgia which is that you know the christmas that we have may change this year but it doesn't stop us from being a family and since we can mm. help you in being that family so yeah sorry that's my okay that's my rant on that mo what were your thoughts uh i don't really have a lot to add just i would say that Instead of the, the advert telling me not to go to Sainsbury's, the advert is telling me to go to Sainsbury's. Mm. I will go to Sainsbury's and the racists can meet me there. I think the racists on Twitter actually said that they will stop going yes. to Sainsbury's. So at least they will not be there when I'm there shopping. Um, and because I, all those uh, supermarkets came together, I, I'm not Gala, sure where the racists are going to shop now since... <laughs> I know. I guess they just have to wait for the Nazis to make one probably. Exactly. Then they can go to that, wherever that is. Um... I liked it. I thought it was a very good concept of basically of nostalgia and thinking about Christmas traditions, which is what I, a lot of families do anyway. It's like they have those traditions that they do it year by year. And obviously, as um, Wendy said, it passes the COVID test because it's about two people on the phone talking about what they're going to do that particular year, saying that you can still have Christmas, even though it might be somewhat different this year. Mm. Um, did it make me feel Christmassy? Not particularly. I think that's because of the all the shit that has come with this advert and it just made me actually made my heart a little bit sad um but i still think the concept is very good and yeah i, I have nothing not more to add you guys have kind of covered it to be honest Did you? um a lot of what honey said i didn't know um when i watched it because i watched really? it super yeah full screen so i didn't even notice the commenting thing um so what i actually oh. wrote at the time was best ad so far like the reminiscent style, the old movie uh, calls over the, the phone. I thought it was very COVID appropriate. Yep. I love the pictures of the food and the family. Um, I watched all three of them, all the three messages. I thought it was very apt. It, what Wendy actually said towards the end about how um, how it made you feel. I, I did feel it was Christmassy. I thought it was actually a very intelligent ad because it's it almost mm. like they... It, well, obviously, it was done on purpose, but he thought about how they wanted to produce their Christmas message this year. And I have to mm. say, that has really, really affected the way I now see the UK. Not the ad. I mean, it's affected it a bit, but I didn't know any of that happened. And I oh, yeah, did not yeah. think twice about the, uh, about the black fan. Because I thought, yeah, well, that, obviously, that makes sense. So I'm actually a bit saddened by all of that, yeah. I just, that I've just learned. 
Um, but yeah, I liked it. I okay, liked it so we're going to pivot to another one. So you don't, you are not saddened. Mm. This one is another supermarket, Tesco. Now I'll tell you this: coming off the back of Sainsbury's and the feeling I'm feeling. When I saw the Tesco ad, I was like, ah. Tesco seems to be giving me permission to go hard at this fucking racist. So, yes. Tesco's ad is just basically, this year there's no naughty list. I mean, I'm sure Donald Trump is very happy about that. <laughs> and that basically, you've had such a poor, bad year, like you might as well just go ham. So, enjoy yourself. And it featured a lot yeah. of their products. So, I'm just going to go first to Mo, then to African Cage, then to DG. Mo, what were your thoughts on this ad? I mean, I quite liked it. It was fun. It was, um, I loved the, I loved the whole, like, you know, guys, we've all had this shit here. <laughs> Let's just, you know, enjoy yourself this, this season that there's no, don't think about, you know, the bad shit or diets or whatever. Just have at it. Basically treat yourself. I'm sure they probably couldn't get that phrase because of, you know, copyrights, but that's why they said there's no Nazi lists. Um, so yeah, I thought it was fun. I didn't quite get the inclusion of Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again as the music. That didn't work really for me. I thought that was a bit odd um, because I was thinking what's the correlation between oops, I did it again and there's no naughty list. No naughty list. I think it's like, supposed to be um, oops, I oops, did, I did it. it. And I was like, okay, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's other music they could have got. Um, but at least Britney's getting some money. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It was really good. It was really good. Okay, yeah. African catch. I, I mean, I did like the theme about the fact that there is no naughty list and, you know, they did showcase their products. And I think for everything that they showed, I mean, the only bit that I didn't like was the fact that I was in, there was a part that said I was on holiday when I should, when I said I was working from home. Should you be going on holiday during the COVID time? You know, should you be traveling abroad during <laughs> COVID time? I don't know. But I do... I knew some people well, that we did. all know people that did. Doesn't mean they should have been doing it <laughs> because they've come back with James mm-hmm. now. But uh, <laughs> so, exactly. No, but um, I think I like the. I, I, listen, it, this is the season. To, it, it is the season to be naughty, and the truth is we've not we've never had the opportunity to be naughty this year. So the fact that there's no naughty list is a bit of a misnomer because you know something we've never had time to be naughty. We couldn't do anything naughty. We're just stuck in our house being miserable. <laughs> But, um, well, the COVID years okay. have been naughty. No, that's no COVID has been naughty. I haven't been naughty. COVID no, has been COVID a bad, bad yeah. COVID has been a bad, bad COVID. I've been a good, good Wendy. Oh, okay, COVID, exactly. No, Wendy. What I mean is the idiots of COVID. You know those oh, ones yeah. that were cheating on their yes. partners in the early part, mm. things like that. And well, ones that yeah, were those... traveling when they shouldn't be traveling. Right. Okay. So yeah. So there's no naughty list. So um, I think I liked it. I like the fact that they did showcase their product. The upside again was a bit like, okay, I guess. I guess if you're saying you did, you were naughty again. But since there's no naughty list, there's no problem. Okay, but yeah, it was it was it was a good ad. But in, again, did it show showcase product? Yes. Did it feel Christmassy? Not really, except for the fact that they said there's no naughty list. Um, was it COVID safe? Yes and no. Yes, and the fact that you know people were separate and doing COVID based things throughout the years. No, because we're talking about people that went on holiday during the COVID time. Some of them would be actually in their house, you know, self isolating as usual. Well, yeah, yeah. No feels there, though. No feels. Okay. Um, I, I, I thought it, I wrote it was not bad. I did think it was COVID-focused, um, but maybe I missed something there because everyone doesn't think it is, but I thought it was. I thought the joke that I thought was a joke was when... Wasn't it Santa that said, I traveled, right? No, it wasn't Santa. It wasn't Santa? Was it Santa? No, it wasn't it was Santa. Santa. It was just a guy that was in the suit. Okay. I thought, I thought he it was said, Santa. He said, but, I, was, okay. I, said I, 
um I, what I, I said i was at home isolating when i went to, i was i said i was working from when i went somewhere else something like that alicante or something oh. I, I thought it was I santa i thought it was santa, santa. Was it? i think oh, it was santa that said it and i thought that i thought that was a joke in saying well i have to travel yeah. Yeah. um yeah. but it doesn't matter and then they showed yeah. you know a good show of words i thought like like honey like said lot i knew that was tusco food um so i thought it was a very strong contender for you know a very good ad of the year so yeah that was my own take. okay now because we're running uh, quite tight so i don't know guys are there any other adverts that you see there that you want us to talk about yeah very very okay so the very ad is quite interesting Every it was, year. It, yeah so the very ad is almost, it's like it's referencing its own self in terms of, oh, I'm seeing an ad. I don't think that's the most appropriate ad. If I wanted an ad, this is what I would do mm. in an ad. So it's very um, supposedly breaking the fourth wall type of an ad. Now, if people don't know, very is a retailer, sells all sorts of clothes, perfumes, etc., etc., etc. And interesting so because you wanted to talk about this ad did you i'm happy to talk about it so why i liked it is that i'm gonna say here i wrote that i wrote that it's not very covid um focused because obviously towards the end of the ad she did go to the neighbors and give gifts okay that bit broke me a bit but i loved the, the 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 way it was done it was it was i thought it was funny i thought the 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 female lead was hilarious. I love all the little hijinks and our putbacks and I look into the camera and talking. I thought it was very clever. I like the fact that it was almost like us reviewing Christmas and going, no, that's not it. And then do your own ad. I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I felt I felt it was the best one, but I know that there's lots of problems with it. But I just like the little things like, you know, <laughs> trying to find out what gift her husband got for her. And, you know, I liked, you know, the, um, where, how, how her and her son were, were ganging up against her daughter. Uh, and I, I just, there was a lot of it that I liked. Did that you see any products? Smile. Yes, because all the things that were given each other were products. As in a well, but what product exactly? Do okay. you know what they were selling? You know what? No. <laughs> no, no, I, I was watching that going, okay, no, I, I know you've wrapped some shit. Yeah. I, shit you wrapped? And, and that's why I said that. Yeah. I enjoyed the ad, but I have to admit, it fails on showing the wares on COVID focus. It fails on that, but I thought it was very funny. Okay, so I, I liked it as well. It was quite realistic. I like that it just started with, yeah, so watching the Christmas ad on TV and going, yeah, so that's not what happens in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I like that, she, as I have said, I like that they showed like what people, well, most people really do during Christmas. You get the names of the person, and your neighbor's wrong, yeah. or your garbage man wrong, you, you know, you're fighting your kids. <laughs> Or you find the, the gift that your husband has hidden in the wardrobe, but you have to pretend to be surprised when you give it to you later on. And she was using the very app, which I think was something oh, yes. they were really yeah. trying to push. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I noticed that a couple of times. So I didn't see any products, though, but I did see the app was prominently um, shown. Um, but yeah, I liked it, too. It's not, my, it's not the best ad, but I do like the um the third wall breaking for the fourth wall breaking and all that it was it was good it was a good ad as well african kids yeah, did you i watch? didn't watch it no i didn't watch okay, it okay that's okay but are there any other ads you guys want to talk about before we go to our roundup not oh um all i want to say is for the walkers ad um because i started watching it and i was like oh i wonder if gary lineker is in this ad and he was in and it made me prompted me to go check how long has he had this walkers contract his whole life he's had it since 1994 mm-hmm. 
and basically makes a million a year from yeah. it. And I was just like, wow. That is amazing. And it only came off the back of the fact that he was known as Mr. Nice Guy mm-hmm. in football. And they were like, oh, what would we do if we paint him as a villain who steals crisps from people? And he's just snowballed into this thing. Because I wasn't expecting to see him in this ad. And he was like, oh, oh, here he is. <laughs> Since 1994. So well done, So Mr. almost Lineker. 30 That's years. Really yeah. I think yeah. he's in his 20-something really. year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some possibly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 27. Incredible. Yeah, okay. but because by 2024, that'll be 30 years. 30 old. years, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, well done. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry, sorry, continue sorry, finish sorry, go, because yeah, no, he has one with the Walkers ad, so we've continued. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, I thought that the Walkers ad was good show of wares. I like the puns. I think the puns were terrible, but I think they were very interesting puns, very charitable. I did look into um, because a few people I missed, and I felt and, because they're all kind of celebrities. And they were the main not very guy, the, they, were, they, were, actually, they, they were. were very social distance. Yes. Yeah, they were. I, I was, saw a bit, but I was like, no, 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 from another angle, they were all oh, social yeah. distance. Yeah, and they even and had there was a also barrier, that, the glass barrier, the passive barrier. Yeah, that barrier yeah. between, and apparently the guy, so the, the guy who was Ale talking Jones. about it is, uh, no, not Alec Jones, the guy that was doing it was a YouTube um, guy, mm-hmm. a famous YouTube guy, apparently. I didn't know who he was. And the other guy, the other end of barrier was from the boy band E17. The lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes, was Tony yes. Mortimer. Tony Mortimer. <laughs> That's why they did the um, stay in yeah, because yeah. um, pasty mm-hmm. is parody. Exactly, and I thought, okay, yeah. very interesting. Um, sorry, African kids, you're gonna say. Oh no, no, no. So um, I know we jumped to Walkers ad, so I'll just talk quickly about the Walkers ad. But you said something else about um, what we had seen and what we thought and things. I wanted to give a roundup according to I don't know if you have it according to YouTube of the top ten christmas ads this year based on no sorry what i was asking was what i was asking was from the ads that we've selected that we've selected which one did you want to talk about Mm, before she skips it before before i skip it because because i don't because i um, don't have because i don't have the um the list i don't know which ads but other than that i think we've talked about okay okay the only other one i do want to just have a special mention is vodafone just because (laughs) it was it was black kids Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. whole thing about, you know, was you know little black girl, little black boy. The only thing I would say though is that even though I I thought the ad was very interesting, I mm. did have to research something because towards the end there was a massive um, uh, statement saying that almost everything they advertised are not sold at Vodafone. Mm. And I went what? And I went to go look into the because te- I saw Tesla suits. Do you know how much a Tesla yeah. suit costs? No, how much? 13 grand. For kids. Oh my boy, that boy was wearing... He was wearing grand. a 13 grand suit. So Did it even feel oh, Christmassy? Uh, no, it yeah. didn't. But why would you have an ad that doesn't show any of your wares? Well, because they don't really have wares. All they're doing is giving you credits. Then they should have been more creative with their ad. Why did they even do that ad? I don't so know. I was annoyed because it was black kids. But then again, you couldn't buy anything that they were selling. So... What the well, fuck? Yeah, it felt redundant. Why did you do that? So I, I just wanted to special. Okay, sure. so guys, mm-hmm. I know that we're mm-hmm. running long, and I know you guys who are listening to us love to hear us run long. Long, <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. Tongue tied. <laughs> Tongue tied. But so now, like everything else, I'll come to you, and you can give me your top three. So let's start with African Kitch. Based on the criteria, it must hit you in the fills, which is basically Christmas fills. They must show their wares. You must want to buy their wares, and there has to be a certain je ne sais quoi. That means, yes, I would love to share this ad. African Kitch, which of these ads are your top three? Um, all, of kind of, all of them are kind of dire this year, to be very honest with you. <laughs> but um, it's... Uh, so, let's go with the fact that 
it, it ticks the box um of Christmas. It shows their wares. It is Christmassy. Hit me in the feels. I think that's a. I think the hit me in the feels one is a bit of um, hit and miss. So I'm not going to go with that. So first of all, I'm going to go with McDonald's. Oh, sorry, not McDonald's. Lidl. <laughs> Lidl. Because okay. listen, it says what it does on the tin. It's not. It's not exceptional. It's not going to make me want to go and buy their wares anymore. But yeah, I'll go with that. Um, so that's number three. Number two, well, I don't know. I guess maybe Tesco, maybe Tesco, <laughs> because again, okay. you know, ticking those, the list of everything of things I've talked about again, the feels thing, not really. I did, it made me laugh. I think maybe that's the feels. It made me laugh and it made me think, yeah, you know something, you're quite right. So I think, yeah, it shows their wares as well. Um, it's also Christmas, you know, Christmas specific. So Tesco, um, and this for me is going to be number one. And it's going to be number one because of everything I think I've spoken about regarding it. So that's Saints Brizard, because that definitely hits me in the field, both from joy to anger. Like it really scales the spectrum for me there. Um, uh, it is very Christmassy. It touches all the points around Christmas. It talks. It looks at the diversity of what Christmas means to all types of people. It's socially distanced, which is an additional factor, of course, that we spoke about. And it definitely shows their wares. So yeah. So those are my top Perfect. three. Perfect. Great. Okay, Mo, your top three. Uh, my top three. So. Number three, I would say, actually, no particular order, to be honest. Um, Baba, mm-hmm. because of, it reminded me of the, um, the ads I used to watch as a kid because of the animation. So I got that nostalgia and a bit of, you know, hit me in the feels there. Then I'll say the very ad because I liked that it was looking at all these idealized Christmas ads that we see on TV and actually showing, you, showing us actually what happens in real life. And I'll say the one that made me emotional was the Lego ad. Um, and it's just a story. And it's not particularly Christmassy or anything, but I liked the message of the ad. Perfect. That was, yeah, those are my three. Okay, okay. DG? For me, um, my number three is the very ad mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's the one I enjoyed the most, but I have to admit it's not the most Christmassy one according mm-hmm. to uh, criteria. Yeah. Number two for me would be the Tesco ad. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. again, strong show of wares. It is... COVID focus, a bit of jokes in there. I thought it was a strong contender. And number one is Sainsbury's uh, for me because I, mm. I just felt that um, it, everything that um, we all said and that um, African kids said as well, I felt that it, 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 it did give the feels to me. Um, and I felt it was a very cleverly done ad. For me, I'm actually just going to copy exactly what African kids said because for me, what she picked is exactly, exactly. mine well, okay. as well. Okay. So mm. I don't know if there's anything. I know that African Cage had something that she wanted to add from um, Google. But what we can do is just add a link to our blurb mm. so people can actually see that. Guys, as you know, we work very hard to entertain you and inform you, which is what Ad Nonsense is really all about. So we're wishing you a Merry Merry Christmas and a fantastic New Year from our non-Avengers... To your non Avengers. So thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.